Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Montgomery County school officials are reacting to the Friday night football game fighting. I'm Sandy Kozell. One of the newest moves to slow down the speeders. I'm Dick Uliano. A Montgomery County official remains under scrutiny for his well-stocked liquor cabinet at his office. How one county in our area is helping seniors get around. I'm Alicia Abelson. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Two very far apart U.S. territories are effectively weather bullseyes tonight, Puerto Rico and western Alaska. The Caribbean island, which has had more than its share of major storms in recent years, is now in the path of tropical storm Fiona, which is expected to be upgraded before it hits. Just because this is going to be a Category 1 hurricane does not even mean that the largest threat out of this storm is going to be the wind. Sure, Puerto Rico's power grid is tenuous even on a good day with no wind, and this will certainly cause hundreds of thousands of Puerto Ricans to lose power. CBS News forecaster David Parkinson. Meantime, in the North Pacific, a huge storm, the remnants of a typhoon, is causing serious flooding in several western Alaska coastal communities, but mostly in areas with relatively little population, although Nome is among the affected towns. The water levels have come up well above the normal high tide line. And flooding is occurring around homes and businesses. Scott Berg is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Fairbanks. Now to London as the British capital and the royal family continue the mourning ceremonies ahead of the Monday funeral. CBS's MTS Tayab is there. They came to stand vigil for the Queen. But to all eight of Elizabeth II's grandchildren, she was affectionately their granny. As the public streamed past them in the cavernous Westminster Hall, their silent vigil somehow felt private and deeply personal, with Prince William standing at the head of the late monarch's coffin and Prince Harry at the foot, dressed in military uniform at his father King Charles's request. Still overseas in Ukraine, more evidence of possible Russian war crimes reported by correspondent Deborah Pata. The work is exhausting. They've been at it for months now, but nothing could prepare them for this. Everywhere you look, in front, behind, either side, there are shallow graves. The bodies of people killed over the past nearly seven months. Some of them are military, most of them are civilians. Wooden crosses mark the graves, most are numbered, a few have names. Like this entire family, a young couple buried next to their six-year-old daughter. Back here, red state governors versus blue state cities. Correspondent Michael George. Republican governors of border states say they won't stop sending migrants to Democratic cities in an effort to provoke President Biden to act on border security. We want to make sure that taxpayers are not having to foot tens of thousands or thousands of people uh, coming in illegally, and that's the most effective way uh, to do it. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 203 Sunday morning, September 18, 2022, 66 in the nation's capital. A few clouds, upper 50s and lower 60s overnight.
Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. Another busload of migrants dropped off Saturday morning without warning outside Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence in northwest D.C. Three more buses arrived in New York City. These all from Texas. Texas continues to pressure sanctuary cities amid a, sur amid a surge of migrants crossing the southern border. The D.C. bus had about 50 people, mostly from Venezuela, including a one-month-old baby. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick tells Fox News they will continue to send the migrants. This is a financial burden on us, but most importantly, uh, it's it's an invasion of our state. Yeah. I, I mean, I've said it for a long time. I'm not shy about the word, but we have to do this the right way. The vice president says the actions represent a dereliction of duty. Football operations at two Montgomery County high schools, Northwest and Gaithersburg, are suspended indefinitely following Friday night fights on and off the field. <laughs> That is some of what it sounded like at Gaithersburg High School. More from WTOP's Sandy Cozell. Montgomery County Public Schools issued a statement saying it strongly condemns the abhorrent and unacceptable behavior. The football programs at both schools have been temporarily suspended. Gaithersburg police will lead the investigation as to what caused the fight. Officials called the game off with 1-15 remaining in the third quarter with Northwest leading Gaithersburg 14-0. The school district says it is swiftly moving to develop and implement and handle measures for safety at any athletic event. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. 205 throughout the region. Speed limits are being reduced on some roads. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports Arlington County is the latest to act. The Arlington County Board has voted unanimously to cut the speed limit from 30 to 25 miles per hour on Fairfax Drive from Arlington Boulevard to North Barton Street and from 30 to 25 on 5th Road South between South Carlin Springs Road and the Fairfax County line. Arlington County Board Chair Katie Christopher those are areas where our analysis, uh, and particularly our Vision Zero lens, suggests to us that there are opportunities for decreased speed to help reduce conflicts and accidents. Next month, the Arlington Board is expected to vote to cut the speed limits on parts of several other major and minor roads, including Washington Boulevard and Columbia Pike. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. The Montgomery County Council is getting involved in the controversy surrounding Planning Board Chair Casey Anderson, who admits to keeping dozens of bottles of alcohol in his office. Anderson said he kept a well-stocked bar in his office, drank with colleagues, and that he was aware that the Planning Commission generally prohibits alcohol in the workplace. An investigation has found that the drinking typically took place after work hours. Maryland Matters reports that Anderson has put out a statement saying in part that he should have not done this in a commission office building even after work. I take full responsibility, Anderson's statement continues. I have removed the alcohol and I apologize, quote unquote. Yeah, council President Gabe Albernos tells Maryland Matters he's very concerned about the revelation that, that the council will start its own inquiry into the matter. Montgomery County is launching an online tool in an effort to help older residents get around town. In two simple steps, you could get matched with a volunteer who can take you to where you need to be. First, you enter an address in Montgomery County, including the zip code, and then you click a button that says show detailed information. And the tool pulls up the websites of organizations that provide volunteer rides in that area. The tool can be used with a screen reader for people who are vision impaired, and it includes the option of a map view. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. Head to WTOP.com for more information. Just ahead, her name is Hazel, and she's going to be digging beneath the streets of Alexandria, and you may never know it. We'll explain next. It's 207. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school. 
but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. It's 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and back to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. Hearing about uh, some fire department activity in northwest D.C. Watch out for this one. If you're headed along Georgia Avenue, you will find uh, plenty of fire department activity near New Hampshire Avenue. You're going to see delays in either direction there. Follow police direction around that area. Also in northwest D.C., looks like an accident scene at the intersection of Irving Street Northwest and Park Place Northwest. Looks like a smaller incident, but it'll still slow you down. Be very, very careful. It is about that time when a lot of folks will be moving out of the city, so just be a little extra cautious. New York Avenue, crowded near Bladensburg Road. Same story, just be a little extra careful through that area. Northbound, D.C. 295, completely up to speed towards New York Avenue and Route 50. Across the Bay Bridge, they've got two-way traffic tonight. Just keep that in mind. Down Virginia, the work zone that uh, we'll be talking about is going to be on the westbound side of 66, headed just past the Beltway. You have a single lane getting by. And of course, the ramp from the outer loop of the Beltway onto westbound 66 has to meet with that single lane. So uh, you will have just a single lane on that ramp, and then that uh, lane of traffic meets up with 66 West, which is also down a single lane. So you're going to have to respect that zipper. And that's basically the only spot you're going to be a little bit uh, crowded. Once you get past that, you will be up to speed as you approach Nutley Street. And by the time you're at Nutley Street, all lanes will be open again. Eastbound side of 66 past 123, or rather between the Fairfax County Parkway and 123, you should have work along the right-hand side. Outer loop of the Beltway past the Wilson Bridge up to speed and no issues right now to report in Maryland on 210 Branch Avenue or 301. Things to, seem to be running nicely. Can't find the new car you're looking for? We'll try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, the Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore breaks open this Sunday forecast. I don't know if we can beat this forecast, not just today, but during the week ahead. Today's highs climb into the mid-80s. Sunny skies for your Sunday. Sunday night, we are dry, clear, and quiet, with temperatures falling into the mid to upper 60s. Monday, mostly sunny. Highs in the upper 80s, near 90 degrees. Tuesday, plenty of sunshine with highs in the mid to upper 80s. Wednesday, we're in the low 90s with mostly sunny skies. Thursday, mostly sunny with highs in the low to mid 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 58 already at Fort Belvoir. It's 67 in Silver Spring, 66 in Friendship Heights. And it's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 211, a major construction project ramping up in Alexandria next month. Most people won't even know what's going on because it'll be 12 stories below the city. A massive two-mile-long tunnel will stretch from the city's wastewater treatment plant 
to Pendleton Street. The tunnel boring machine called Hazel will head east under South Royal Street and then head north under the Potomac River. Justin Carl is the program manager. She's essentially like an underground factory. She eats ground and extrudes a tunnel behind her. The city has an outdated combined sewer system, meaning human sewage is combined with stormwater and all sent to the treatment center. When it rains heavily, it can cause issues. About 140 million gallons of combined sewer overflows occur uh, each year in Alexandria. The new tunnel should eliminate that issue and boring will go almost completely unnoticed. Our criteria for movement at the surface is about the thickness of two nickels. Most of the time when we build these types of tunnels, rarely see any movement. Luke Luger, WTOP News. An Arlington teen stabbed while on a nighttime run in, Alex in Arlington last month is telling his story in hopes that it won't happen to anyone else. Max is a 17-year-old Arlington native. He was running near the Curtis Trail by Washington Boulevard at I-66. He tells our news partners at NBC4 about that night. This guy from the other way crosses over and he just looks at me with this like just had this this kind of crazy look on his face and then he just stuck me with a knife. The attack put Max in the ICU for two days. Now he and his dad are putting up flyers around the trail to warn other people. The attacker hasn't been found yet, but police are checking nearby security cameras in hopes of finding the suspect. It's 2.13, an update to a story we've been following on WTOP. Another puppy recently stolen in our area has been found. The Humane Rescue Alliance says a family came forward and returned the puppy, whose name is Link, after the family bought him, not knowing that Link had been stolen. HRA will work with the family to return Link. The family also got a reward for coming forward. The Alliance says they hope to find the four other puppies that are still missing. Anyone with con with information is asked to contact them. Not directly related, but there is word of another theft. This of a French Bulldog puppy in the district. It happened Friday night in the 1200 block of 22nd Street Northwest. Dog is described as a six-month-old gray and white French Bulldog. His name is Hugo. His left ear doesn't always stand up straight. D.C. police are offering a $1,000 reward for information. Just ahead, UMD fighting the college football fight under the lights in College Park. Frank Hanrahan with details coming up. It is 2-13. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. It's 214. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 216, or 215, I should say, the update from Frank Hanrahan. Maryland football moves to 3-0, 34-27 victory over SMU. Back and forth, but some big defensive stops by Maryland's defense. Leads the Terps to the victory as they get the win over SMU. Virginia holds off Old Dominion 16-14. Field goal at the buzzer was the winner. Virginia Tech knocks off Wofford 27-7. Howard 31-zip win over Morehouse. Georgetown falls to Monmouth 45-6. Baseball, it was the uh, solo homer show for the Nationals. Lane Thomas, Luke Voigt, Victor Robles, Alex Call all going deep. Nats beat the Marlins 5-3. Nationals won a game without hitting a single for only the fifth time in their history. Orioles lose at Toronto 6-3. NWSL Spirit, Blanken Gotham FC, two-zip at Audi Field. Commanders in action Sunday. A chance to go to 2-0 for the first time in several years. Visiting Detroit, 1 o'clock kickoff from Motown. Again, Maryland improves to 3-0. Knocks off SMU. Frank Hanran, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following this morning on WTOP. Another busload of migrants was dropped off Saturday morning without warning outside Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence in Northwest D.C. Three busloads were taken to New York as well. Texas officials say the bus, the busing and the drop-offs will continue. The vice president calls the actions a dereliction of duty. President Biden is in London this cold morning there, ahead of tomorrow's state funeral for Queen Elizabeth. Meanwhile, the miles-long stream of mourners continues to file past the late monarch's coffin at Westminster Hall. Ukrainian authorities say some of the bodies unearthed in those mass graves near Izium showed signs of torture. Meanwhile, Russia's president tells a summit meeting in Uzbekistan that his forces will continue to press the fight in Ukraine. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 217. A Fairfax County panel has recommended new names for portions of U.S. 29 and U.S. Route 50. Here's WTOP's Annalisa Gale. A long-awaited move in the renaming process for two Fairfax County highways got the green light on Tuesday, with the Board of Supervisors voting 9-1 to move forward with the renaming of Lee Highway as Route 29 and Lee Jackson Highway as Route 50. The recommendation now heads to the Commonwealth Transportation Board. Supervisor Pat Harity was the only board member who voted against the recommendation. This is a really big issue in our community, and why are we spending money on something that's not a big issue for our community. Chairman Jeff McKay disagreed with his statement, and instead he says, if approved by the Transportation Board... It points that, you know, Fairfax County is a much more inclusive community. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Thanks for bringing us along Sunday morning at 2.18. Traffic and weather on the 8th and Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. Still hearing about the incident along Georgia Avenue, right by New Hampshire Avenue. Sounds like fire department activity as you make your way through that area, just be ready to be directed by either a fire department or, uh, uh, well, rather, uh, first responders is the word I was trying to look for. Georgia Avenue, right by New Hampshire Avenue. Plenty of emergency vehicles there, so just be a little extra careful. If you're headed along the Suitland Parkway, a little crowded through Stanton Road, but nothing new there. DC 295 up to speed in either direction. If you're headed in Virginia, of course, 66 westbound has the work zone past the Beltway. Single lane gets you by there. Ramp from the outer loop of the Beltway onto westbound 66. Also, just a single lane that meets up with that single lane on westbound 66. Inner loop of the Beltway, the ramp 
to westbound 66 is currently closed. You will be forced to use exit 49A, and that is your detour. Otherwise, if you want to avoid that altogether, avoid some confusion, maybe opt for Route 50 to head west of the Beltway. I-95 looks good. 395 is quiet. No issues to report here inside the Beltway. Outer loop of the Beltway looks great. Headed past the Wilson Bridge. 210 Branch Avenue, 301, all looking great. No issues to report on Pennsylvania headed uh, Pennsylvania Avenue headed inbound. In Maryland, I-95, VW Parkway looking good between the Baltimore and Capitol Beltways. I-270 looks great. No issues headed up towards Frederick. And if you're doing any kind of traveling tonight, headed up towards Hagerstown maybe. No issues on I-70 either. 50 across the Bay Bridge. They've got two-way traffic on the eastbound span. No delays because of it. Just keep in mind you only have a single lane in either direction. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Samara Theodore unpacking this forecast for Sunday. Well, if you liked yesterday, you're going to love today. Temperatures are rising into the mid to upper 80s this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine awaits you for your Sunday. Sunday night, tonight we are clear, we're quiet, cool, comfortable with temperatures down into the upper 60s. Tomorrow, more of the same. Plenty of sunshine, but we're going to crank it up a notch. Highs will be around 89 degrees. For your Monday night, we're partly cloudy with temperatures down into the low 70s and upper 60s. Tuesday, we do it all over again with highs in the mid to upper 80s. Plenty of sunshine for your Tuesday, and the sunshine remains in full effect through the end of the week. Wednesday, we are sunny. Wednesday, temperatures could actually near 90 degrees, so get ready for temperatures in the low 90s just before the fall equinox. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. By the water in Annapolis at 69 degrees, 63 in Bowie at 63 in Leesburg. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Whatever happened to those celebrity cryptocurrency commercials you saw during the Super Bowl? Haven't seen many of them in a while. We'll have maybe one answer coming up. It is 221. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cashback from Upside, I haven't had to cut back, even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh, no. I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. It's 222. Okay, we're here. Flu shot time. How about we come back tomorrow or next week? We're all here now. We can just run in and out. But we didn't make an appointment. We don't need an appointment. But it's Sunday. They're not open on Sundays. Honey, they're open. But Come on, Dad. You can hold my hand. <sighs> okay. Get a safe and easy flu shot from a trusted and caring Wegmans pharmacist. No prescription needed and a $0 copay with most insurance. Visit Wegmans.com slash flu to learn more. This is WTOP News. It's 223. A draft plan to implement a 10-year education reform plan in Maryland is due out next month. Maryland Matters reports the blueprint for Maryland's 
Future Accountability and Implementation Board will continue holding work sessions with feedback from stakeholders. The draft reform plan focuses on five key subject areas ranging from early childhood education to improving college readiness and diversifying the teaching workforce. Implementation was approved by state lawmakers last year. Prince George's County's public schools could do a better job maintaining school buildings. That, the finding of a new report. Here's WTOP's Michelle Bash. About 20% of the schools in each Maryland school district were examined in fiscal year 2022 to see if they were being effectively maintained for education and to ensure the buildings last as long as expected. The report by the Maryland Interagency Commission on School Construction gave almost all Maryland school systems in the D.C. metro area an overall rating of adequate. But Prince George's County Public Schools was the exception, with an overall rating of not adequate. One county school, John Hanson Montessori in Oxon Hill, received the lowest possible rating of poor. Read more at WTOP.com. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Meanwhile, the Prince George's County School Board rescinded a vote this past week that would have unseated four board members. The action follows an investigation by the Maryland State Inspector General, which found that the ethics report used by the board for the vote contained inaccurate material. Last year, board's ethics panel had issued reports accusing seven board members of various offenses and recommended that six of them be removed. The Washington Post reports that some of the members targeted by the reports had already left the board by the time the state investigation was released last month. 224 and Loudoun County's school board has approved a new student discipline policy. It comes a year after a now 15-year-old boy was sexually assaulted by two different students at two different high schools. All those in favor of the motion, please say aye and raise your hand. The new policy gives the Loudoun County school system more latitude to keep students accused of serious crimes out of the general population rather than being moved to a different school. Once a serious incident is reported to the superintendent, the student can be put in an alternative learning setting. That setting can be in-person, virtual, or hybrid, and it can be imposed whether the crime happens on school property or elsewhere. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTLP 225 with Erica Herskowitz. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Well, Tom Brady was cut. LeBron James cut too. No, not from the Buccaneers or Lakers, but cut from television, as in their crypto commercials have suddenly disappeared, much like the value of crypto itself. FTX is the safest and easiest way to buy and sell crypto. It's the best way to get in the game. The glitzy crypto commercials featuring the GOAT, the King, and yes, Matt Damon. Fortune favors the brave. Have been dropped and Bloomberg managing editor for crypto Stacy Ishmael blames what's being called a crypto winter. A chill on asset prices, which has led to knock-on effects on sentiment and a general pullback in the willingness of some of these splashier crypto companies to really spend money. So does Ishmael think ad sales will peak again? Looking at the trends in the market, there's no immediate sign that that's going to return to the norms that we saw with all of these, you know, big Super Bowl ads. In all, crypto's total market value fell below a trillion dollars in June from a peak of three trillion in late 2021. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. Just ahead after traffic and weather, world leaders, including President Biden, flocking to London for tomorrow morning's state funeral for Queen Elizabeth II. And more migrants shipped from Texas to D.C. Details ahead.
226. People are driving from all over to take advantage of Diamonds Direct's incredible finance offer. For a limited time, you can make any purchase and spread your payments over five years. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.